Today's amazing episode is brought to you by the amazing Razer. If you are a gamer, then you know about Razer, but it is time to up your game. Check out their amazing line of Huntsman V2 keyboards. These are the best keyboards you will ever use. Hands down, we guarantee it, or Razer might take it back. You can pick up your Razer product and get a free gift by heading over to MultiplayerPodcast.com slash Razer. Enter code MULTIPLAYER at checkout. They're going to send you the best gaming gear you've ever gotten and an awesome free gift to go along with it. Buckle in because this show's going to be wild. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. It is a Monday. We're excited to be here with you all. On Mondays, we have hour-long episodes. Normally, we are a podcast made up of two dads who love to talk about our favorite hobby, gaming. But today's a very special day. We are not just two dads. We are three dads today chatting up the world of gaming. As always, our show is family-friendly, and today we have a bonus round episode. That'll be roughly an hour. I have a feeling it's going to go a little bit longer. If you have not already done so, please consider subscribing to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or by becoming a Patreon supporter by going to MultiplayerSquad.com. You'll get a couple of awesome perks, including some extra bonus round, I'm sorry, extra quick take episodes from me and Josh during the week. And you'll also get a shout out on the show if you subscribe on Patreon. Now, today we are talking about RPGs. I am your host, Paul. Or I suppose the tank of the podcast. Uh, you know, I'm I'm the one going out early, making sure things go right. Joining me as usual today, we're going to designate him the DPS of the podcast. Going off, who knows where, but putting up numbers on the stat lines, getting the job done. It's Josh and dying repeatedly. Don't forget that part. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you wander off by yourself, right? I, I was going to say, you guys know that I'm not a good healer, so I'm really glad that you gave me the proper role of just, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just go out there, do something. We know you're going to die. Come back, do something. We know you're going to die. Yeah, we know our skill set. We, we stay in our lane, <laughs> if you will. And then we have a very special treat. We have a guest host with us today. He's joining us for the very first time. I know he liked playing Mercy in Overwatch, so he's going to be our healer. It's our good friend, Michael the Butler. Hey, hey, I'm so happy you made me the healer because I, I really do prefer to play a healer in almost every game, and that just happened to be that uh, way. Uh, however, comma, I always have a problem with when my DPS just runs off and I've got to go risk my life to go save Josh. So, Josh, I mean, I'm happy this is a head-to-head episode because we're already starting out with a little bit of uh, of the uh, the gloves coming off. If so. you follow me to try to heal me, that's on you. <laughs> That's probably true. I just, that is you know, not on me for being stupid and running into the enemy team. That's on you for following me in. You know, la- lawful good, uh, hero to the end. I just, I just want to keep you alive. It's my thing. Oh, I, I, I love that philosophy, Michael. I do the same thing when I'm a healer, and oftentimes end up dying as a result of it. Now, Michael, Wait, that's not my fault, our, though, right? We can agree. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll look the other way for now. <laughs> <laughs> now, Michael, you are, you know, new to the podcast. Our listeners don't necessarily know who you are. How are you connected to me and Josh? How how do we all know each other? Yes, the nasally voice you're hearing right now is friends with uh, Josh and Paul. Man, how how far back do we go? I've I've known these guys for 
I don't know, half a decade, a little bit longer, maybe. I think uh, a little bit longer. It yeah, feels like really, an eternity. Really, it's video games. I was playing World of Warcraft with Paul when I had never met Paul. I don't know who Paul was at the time. Uh, a mutual friend got me into that. <laughs> and then, you know, we all just kind of got together and, and we realized we were like-minded people. And, you know, honestly, they just needed a healer and they said, hey, this guy's willing to heal. So I kind of <laughs> stuck with the group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we ended up with a couple connections, uh, whether it be like home group at church. I think we were sort of, we didn't quite overlap in our fantasy football league, but we definitely talked a lot about fantasy football. And, you know, me and Nikki grew very close to Michael and his wife, Sam. I, I might even say they, they, they were probably our closest friends. And then Michael decided to move to Texas. But the good news is you're coming back. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, I always think of Paul as as my best friend that I wish was my best friend because he's always got the best advice and he always makes me feel good about myself. But uh, right when we were starting to get really connected and close, uh, I just absconded and just went away. And uh, <laughs> I hope but you've I'm learned your lesson. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I I'm excited to be back and I'm excited to I don't know just be be with the group again. And you know, it's really fun. Uh, what I love about Nowadays with gaming is we can sit here and, you know, record a podcast in multiple rooms and play games together, uh, you know, thousands of miles apart. Um, but it's also really fun to be, you know, do things in person and stuff in Southeast. So, you know, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Us too. Now, you know, I'll, I'll let you decide what you want to say here because I know you might not want to, you know, show your cards for the upcoming episode. But why don't you tell us like a couple of your favorite video games? Like what kind of games are you into? Oh man. So, um I am terrible at shooters. Uh FPS games are my least favorite. Uh, I'll give you a really quick anecdote. My first experience playing games together with a bunch of friends must have been back in the mid 2000s and a bunch of my friends had found a way to hook their Xboxes up together and they decided, "Hey, you know, they've been playing Halo for a long time. I'd never touched the game and there was 20 people playing and I literally never <laughs> got out of the spawn point once and 15 <laughs> years later i still think i've never gotten out of the spawn point in an fps so i'm i'm definitely an rpg gamer i love games that really like take my heart and make it pump and uh i i'm a bit of a crier i do like to feel a lot of emotion in games and uh you may <laughs> see that theme a little bit with a couple of my picks that it really just emotionally got me somewhere so um that's my thing though as a gamer i can say I'm quite the opposite of what Josh is. Josh never finishes a game. I will pick one game and play it until it's done. Now, I'll sprinkle in other games here and there, but when I go into a campaign mode or a really big story, I like to see the whole thing all the way through. You know, it's I'm not going to pause Godfather at the intermission. I'm going to go right through it and finish the whole thing. <laughs> Your dedication sickens me, Butler. <laughs> <laughs> now, granted, it does take me like four years to finish a game, so I'm slow at it. So I do sprinkle in a lot of other games but oh how funny well you know since michael is our guest today we did give him the option of choosing the topic for today's episode and for those of you who are long-term listeners of the show you probably remember that we used to do a whole bunch of video game drafts and then we would face all of our draft choices head-to-head -head until we would come up with one particular winner so we've done this in the past with things like Best celebrity to game with. Best gaming dad, which like Reinhardt came out as the number one winner. So if you have not heard this format, we haven't done it in a while. 
ever since Todd decided to you know move to the East Coast and was no longer able to record with us. So now that we have Michael here, we wanted to make sure that when we had the opportunity, we did another draft. So today we are going to be determining as our three-person tribunal, what is the best RPG game of all time? Now, I think there's a lot of contenders. This is going to just purely come down to personal preference, and we are going to just be drafting selections. As we choose our selection, we'll just talk a little bit about the game, and then eventually it's going to be like a March Madness bracket. We're going to face things off, and we're going to whittle it down until we have just one remaining game, which will be the overall winner. And we randomize the draft order, and the order for this draft is going to go me, Josh, Michael, and then it'll be snake style, so then it's reversed in round two. It'll be Michael, Josh, me, and we are going to draft four games each, and then we're going to see what comes out on top. Me. Me. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 can I just say, this is one of the geekiest things I've ever been a part of, and I am the most excited oh, yes. that I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> and since Michael's a crier, if he doesn't win, we might have our first oh, crying meltdown on, on the show. Meltdown? It could be that Michael. That would be amazing. I'm not going to make any promises. <laughs> So, but stay tuned till the end. <laughs> oh man. All right. Now, Josh, you and I know each other and our gaming preferences pretty intimately at this point having done this podcast. Do you think that that makes Michael as a wild card is that to his advantage or a disadvantage? I'll be honest, I'm used to being the wild card on this show. <laughs> and I know, like you said, I know Paul's like I I would put money on what his number 1 pick is, you know, and yeah. what his number 2 pick is. I have zero clue where Michael is going with this. I'd like to think that he is a very seasoned gamer, so I have certain expectations. Mhm. <laughs> I just don't know, man. <laughs> yes, I, I I smell of thyme and oregano for you sure. Know? I'm very seasoned. <laughs> so he, I I'm I'm really curious to see. I like part of me is kind of like, man, I hope this guy just goes completely like just way out in left field. But then I'd be a little disappointed. It, but then if he picks like the games that I would think, then I'm kind of like, well, I knew you were gonna pick those. So really, there's no winning in this case. <laughs> You know, this was actually really hard to prep for because when when we talked about it, I thought about a lot of my favorites that, you know, in the days of yore, or ye old days, um, you know, back I, when I, I understand those days, yeah, the really uh, your beard does too. It's a very wizardy. Um, uh, you guys can't see it, but he has a very wizardy beard. It's a, it's it's twice the man I am. Just his beard, not himself. Um, but uh, but I look back and I'm like, you know, how far back and how deep do I go? And I've I've got a few choices that definitely come from you know uh, my college days of gaming where i'd sit down and realize i've been playing for 12 hours and i've probably got to go do something else but then i've got a few probably that are just you know just those that you just expect to come let me ask you this butler since i'm sure this will be on nobody's list but did you consider the game wasteland at any point or do you even know what that game is I did not consider Wasteland because I don't know what that is. Okay. Actually, I've, actually right. I've heard of it. Thank you for it. confirming how old I am because Wasteland <laughs> is truly one of the best RPGs ever. It is not going to make this show, but that tells me all I need to know. It sounds like a prequel to Fallout. <laughs> it was exactly the prequel to Fallout. Okay. Was it a text-based game? It was not. It was actually graphical. Okay. It, I mean, it. but Fallout took a ton of uh, of their inspiration from Wasteland. 
Okay. Uh, that's where I've so heard well, of it. I think I saw a special on it. So for point. everybody listening, Butler's not nearly as old as I am. That That's what we're getting at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm half as old as well, your beard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just can't wait until Josh drafts a an all text game and and Michael hey. and I have no clue what it is. It might just, happen. <laughs> I totally just pictured the movie Big, you know, when that's that text oh. game that he's playing. Like the wizard appears <laughs> yeah. in front of you. What do you want to melt him with? And I'm like, who would play that? I grew well, up on Josh. those games. I grew up on those games. So, oh yes, man. <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and jump into our draft, because we have so much to talk about here. I have the number one overall pick, which means I don't pick again until number six. And I got to say, this is the kind of draft where you don't really want the number one pick, because I feel like there's a good three, four, maybe even five contenders for number one. But, you know, so I feel like I can't screw up this number one pick. Oh, you can. can. Be really you important. better get it right, because if, if this one doesn't win, you're out, Paul. I'll tell you I what, know, pretty much. Let's do pick trading. I'll offer you my two dot something <laughs> for your one dot one, and we'll, we'll swap. <laughs> oh, oh man. All right. So my number one pick, I need to play the game of the draft. It's going to be a long time till it comes back to me. I know that this game is not going to make it. So I'm just going to go ahead and play the game. I'm going to steal a game that I know one of you guys would have drafted. I'm going to go with The Witcher 3. What? I, mean, I, I love that pick, but I kind of don't like Paul. you for making that pick. I cannot I believe have to go you just it. did that. Yeah. You, of course. Okay, okay wait a minute. Wait it's a minute. Strategic. Pause. Time out. I yeah. just today listened to your Quick Takes episode of uh-huh. you finally beating The Witcher 3. I, that's yes. literally what it was titled, <laughs> is Paul finally beats Witcher 3. Yes, yes, And yes. monster spoiler, you said, hey, this game is not in my top three, but it's in my top five. <laughs> oh, And normally no. we hey, would wait till It's in my the, top five. Normally we would wait till later to slander each other's picks. But how are you stealing The Witcher 3 from me? It's, it's not an early pick if it would have been gone by the time I draft again. And I know this is my only chance to get The Witcher 3. I have some other options that I think will be around that might be Dark Horse picks. So I got to go Witcher 3. Oh, oh my man, goodness, Paul. You have never done me so dirty. It's called strategery, guys. It is. I, I, I don't like you for it. <laughs> Honestly, that probably wouldn't have fallen past my double picks of Doom oh, that were coming. Yeah. Yeah, rightfully so it, it, it would have probably been in there i mean i've got like three that i've got loaded up there and i'm just like what's gonna fall to me and it's gonna it's mm. gonna go well you know right, the Paul. witcher is having a real renaissance the the witcher 3 was an enormous hit netflix said that the witcher was one of their most successful series they're currently making like three different witcher spinoffs which i love everyone's gone crazy about Geralt of rivia and you know i love the witcher 3 great game best Best RPG of all time. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm so happy that you have that on record and the listeners can go oh, back yeah. and hear him say, you know, probably yeah. my top five, not the best. And then yeah. here he is with the 1.01 saying it's the greatest RPG you know of what, all time. You know what it is? He knows that when it comes time for voting that I can't vote against. No. That's what it is. What? Yeah. Uh, that's no. all right, Paul. I got you. I got you. I always... I always pick from the heart, Josh, and mm-hmm. I'm offended that you would imply that I'm just trying to win a draft. Mm-hmm. Paul, just curious, right. what platform did you play The Witcher 3 on? Because it's available everywhere. Ooh, I played it on PC, and okay. I beat it 
in like nine days. Like I played, <laughs> I played so much of The Witcher. It was my full time job for, for like a week and a half, and I'm, I knocked it out. I'm totally a completionist, and that took me probably three years to finish that game. I think I finished it two or three months ago because I probably have 400 <laughs> hours in it, and I haven't even touched the expansions yet. And that's why uh, I would call that maybe near my 1.01. But you, sir, are not deserving of that pick. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> see, oh, uh, you know, uh, well, hey, we'll we'll see if it wins. Maybe right. it won't. Well, you know what, Paul, this actually uh, not to be spiteful. Okay, okay, this is not <laughs> being spiteful is. at all because <laughs> this is legitimately the number two on my list. I'll show you guys right there. You can't see it, but it is number two. Mm-hmm. And it's Mass Effect Two. Yeah, Mass Effect Two. I. I, I thought for sure you were going to... The way in my head this went is you were going to pick Mass Effect 2, I was going to pick The Witcher, and then Michael was going to pick some random game we've never heard of. You know, <laughs> that's how I planned this to go. Uh, and it didn't go that way, but... You think so highly of me. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Mass Effect 2 is, in my opinion, the best of the Mass Effect series. It put everything together that it needed to put together. I feel like three... And then Andromeda and all that stuff, it, it st- they started to lose their way. But for me, Mass Effect 2 is the second best role-playing game ever. It's got combat. It's got characters. It's got story. It's got epicness. It's got polish. I mean, there is everything that you could want from an absolutely epic RPG. Your choices matter. You get invested in the characters. It's fun. I mean, I don't know what more I can say. We've talked about Mass Effect a lot on this show, as we've talked about The Witcher 3 on this show. And and legitimately, as much as I would like to say I'm sticking it to Paul on this one, that is my number two. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite shop on the <laughs> Citadel. <laughs> it's such a great game. The comedy, the action, the stories, it's fantastic. I think comedy is so important. Um, when you actually look at like getting into a game, you know, there's so many games that are so action-oriented, and they've got great, powerful stories, but comedy is something that a lot of them miss, and I, I can tip my hat to that, Josh. It's, that's a you know what other game has comedy? The Witcher 3 has a character named Doodoo, it's so does. they're bringing the comedy also. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael, you get your back-to-back picks here. I have no clue where you're going to go with this. I'm so excited to hear. You know what's interesting is I, I really thought that this that something at least in this line, because I'm going to pick from a series of video games, and uh, I, I figured that one of these might go in the first two. And the first thing that I thought when you guys didn't come anywhere near it was me thinking, oh, is this really worthy of my first pick? Should I, should I think about it again? But really, it's it's probably my favorite... RPG of all time. And it's funny when you talk about Mass Effect, uh, Josh, I I didn't even think of that because I think of RPGs as dragons and kings Uh, and mm. knights and epic tales. Again, the days of yore, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so my game has all of those. And my game is an entry from the Elder Scrolls uh, series of games. yes. And it is not the most recent one, which Ooh, might surprise you. I think you. I know where you're going, and if you pick the right one. Yeah, it is the right one. It's Oblivion. 
And the yeah. reason why I picked Oblivion, okay, because you look at the Elder Scrolls game, right? It, it has all that stuff that I want. You know, you can be chivalrous in so many ways. You get to choose a lot of different things that you want to do. Your character really, you know, is what you want it to be. But something that Skyrim missed that Oblivion really had was that world building around the protagonist. You know, the first time you go into any major city after you close the first Oblivion gate and someone looks at you and says, hey, Aren't you the one they call the hero of Kavach? And you're like, I am the hero of Kavach. I'm the, I'm the hero of Kavach. Like, that's me. And you get so excited. And Skyrim didn't have much of that. People call you Dragonborn. But the reason why I think Oblivion's my number one is because it has that epic feeling. You start out as a nobody. You are a person in a dungeon, and then randomly the king comes up to you and says, I see something in you, and then, spoilers, it happens in the first few minutes of the game, Patrick Stewart gets slaughtered, he dies, <gasps> oh no, um, but then, you know, by the end, you are an epic, you are in the, I mean, if it was Star Trek, the Klingons would make tales about you and sing songs and toast over blood wine, you know, like, it's, you are the the matter of fact thing in this universe. And I loved that about this game. It made me feel so big and it gives me everything I want from a video game that I, I play video games for to sometimes just escape from, you know, work and just the mundane parts of life where I've got to take the trash out. No, 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 I'm not taking the trash out today. I'm slaying dragons <laughs> and closing oblivion gates. Okay. That's what I'm doing. That's why it's my first. Do we all like oblivion more than Skyrim? Because I totally agree. I liked oblivion the most. I, I agree. I think Skyrim did some things better, but I 100% agree with you, Michael, that you felt more in tune with your character in Oblivion. Like you said, like, you know, going in and closing those gates, you felt like you were really doing something not only for you, but for the people around you. Like in Skyrim, Mm -hmm. you're fighting the dragons, but it's selfish. You know, it's like, oh, I'm this is for me, you know, and stuff like that. So I'm a little torn. Like, I definitely get it. I thought for a second you were going to go Morrowind because Morrowind is what started the the journey into Oblivion and Skyrim and making the Elder Scrolls series like what it became, which is amazing. Um, so I'm with you. I do think the character, for sure, you definitely identify with the character a lot more. Like, don't get me wrong. I want to be able to shout Dragonborn, you know, words and stuff like that right but you know you definitely are more connected in oblivion well and one of the things that surprised me about oblivion and i I won't show all my cards in this game right now because i know i've got to argue on its behalf later is that you know you go through and you're looking at the oblivion gates and you start to think oh this is going to get kind of old and then you know the puzzles change each time and it's a different it adds in a little bit of that strategy piece too where you've actually got to think through something um and i did like that but you're right i did love morrowind i didn't play nearly as much of it um but one of the things i did think stood out about morrowind that i really liked is there was no like quest markers on your map and so forth so you had to actually really try to immerse yourself in the world more <laughs> but also looking back now that was just a pain and i like having maps <laughs> yeah maps are kind of nice <laughs> maps and fast travel yeah right? fast travel oh my goodness all right well good good pick man that's your first like now it. you get a second now this is oh, man i'm jealous there's so many good all ones right so i could choose to do a left field one here and i'm not going to i'm gonna save that um man I've got so many, but I 
I've got to go with Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, Ooh, you sucker! One or two, the yes. first one. The first one just did it all. Like the yeah. second one improved upon it in a lot of ways. Yes, but the first, like, how was Knights of the Old Republic not a game five or ten years before it was a game? I mean, it, it's 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 very similar in the grand feeling, you know, that you get from Oblivion and so forth. But you learn these skills, you get to. I mean, you get lightsabers, dudes. Like, yeah. you get lightsabers, and um, I definitely like. It, it's one of those games that I haven't picked up in a really long time, and it doesn't. Par- it doesn't last. Trust it me. doesn't. And part of the reason why is because it didn't stand the test of time as well. Kind of like Oblivion. Like I'm, I'm excited about Sky Oblivion or whatever. The the folks that are doing that um, that independent uh, mod where they actually take and put Oblivion in the Skyrim mentioned, but I wish someone would do that with Knights of the Old Republic um, because it just, it had everything. You could be a Jedi, you know, you could just, I I just can't say enough about it. It's funny, I'm a lost for words for one of my favorite it's games of amazing. all time. It's just that great game. It's such a great game. Now, you, you have you heard the news that they are doing a full remake of Knights of the Old Republic? They've actually announced it. It's not speculation anymore. See, I did not hear they'd officially made that happen, yeah. so I've got to quit the podcast now so I can yeah. Google it and watch as many articles about yeah. it as I possibly I'll see you guys later. Have fun tonight. Uh, Oblivion yeah. forever. I think KOTOR's 18 years old, so yeah, we'll finally get a remake, oh, but what a great game. Fantastic RPG. Did I, I steal it. from any of you guys? Did you I steal did. from that your was, Well, it's not my next pick, but it was definitely high up on my list. Okay. Um, it's on my short list, And I list, thought for maybe sure. it would get overlooked just due to its age. Right. You know, and it, it does not stand the test of time because if you pick up kotor and you've not played it before you're gonna look at this and go what like like, why do people love (laughs) this this is terrible i mean did i play that on xbox one or not one but like the original xbox right is that what i played it on that's yeah if i remember right that's what i played it on too the og xbox yeah wow Mm -hmm. all right all right back to josh first slightly controversial pick here okay now Uh, i could try to stick it to paul Okay. Now this is not bait. This is not. Okay. Are you going to go Mass Effect One? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I've already I've already covered the Mass Effect series, so I, I could stick it to Paul, and I could try to take Dragon Age from him right here, because I know that's on Paul's very short list. And while Maybe. Dragon Age is amazing in a lot of ways, I had to at some point be a little true to my myself on this one. And I started thinking about it, and while I'm looking over all of these amazing RPGs, I went, "What's like? which RPG have I played more than just about any other out there? Which RPG have I gushed over to many other people? Which RPG have people picked up and played on our recommendation and then gone, this is one of the best RPGs I've ever played? And that is Divinity Original Sin 2. Mm, okay. Good pick. It, yeah, I know for some people that might not be their number two pick in a in a draft like this, but there is. I've played Divinity Original Sin two more than I've played The Witcher three, and as much as I gush on Witcher three, I've actually played this game more, which is telling. Uh, it, it's the it, it is, in my opinion, almost flawless. The combat is amazing. The characters are just so memorable. You know, I can name every character in Divinity Original Sin, you know, and, and their quirks that go along with it and their quest lines and stuff like that. I love the ability to play it however you want. If you want to kidnap a merchant and then stuff them in a barrel 
and then throw them in the ocean, you can do that. Like literally, I'm, I'm you too can lawful do... good. I can't do that, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you can do just whatever you want in this game. It's fully voice acted, and which is incredible. It's just polished from mm. top to bottom. It's an epic, epic journey. I don't know many people that have played this game that have not come back and said, "I didn't realize what I was missing." Like this game is absolutely incredible. So. That's my pick, boys. I know that might come as a shocker, and I could have tried to block Paul, but that one's from the heart. Uh, a great game, and I think the greatest thing about Divinity Original Sin 2 is just that literally there are 20 ways to resolve every quest. It is infinitely replayable because there's always little things that you never even thought to try until you actually like start doing everything the opposite, and you'll just discover so many cool new things in that game. So I, I, I like it. All right. I can't believe this. It came, it came all the way back to me at six. <laughs> Guys, I almost drafted this with the 101, but I did not. I thought for sure Michael would take it. He even already mentioned the game. It's World of Warcraft. Oh, Get okay. out of here. This is the game I have put way more hours and way more dollars into than anything else. It's the best MMORPG of all time. Uh, World of Warcraft I cannot believe it fell to me with the last pick in round two. Some of us I didn't play World of Warcraft a whole lot, so <laughs> there's there's a reason why uh, I didn't pick World of Warcraft because it's the second best MMO of all time. Oh, oh. oh. boo! Wait, what's the first? Uh, I'll talk about it later. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> if it Star makes Wars it to galaxies, <laughs> no, yes, that's it. That wastes it's the time. Watch, easy. Uh, now I gotta say, I I did spend a lot of time in World of Warcraft, and and one of the things I like about World of Warcraft is there. They're, the designers, uh, I forget the studio now, Blizzard, there Blizzard. you go. Wow, that took a minute. Only a giant. Um, Blizzard did find a unique way to recycle old content and make it relevant, which is one of the things that kept it going for so long is like I can fight Naxxramas again and again and again and get more cool stuff. But uh, I don't wow. know if that's more of a stab or more of a of me What a backhanded it. compliment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was kids, hilarious. You kids and your easy MMOs, man. Right? Look, guys, it came out in 2004, and it's literally still going strong. Now, it's not the same game it was back in the day, right? But 2004 to 2007, I mean, everyone was playing WoW. It was it, it was the greatest game at the time, so I, I had to how, pick it. I love how you just said it's not the same game as when it was good. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's been I'm 17 sorry. years, guys. Keep that Wait, in you, your pocket. You can't. Wait till you the can't <laughs> guys, who can hold the crown? This game came out the same time as KOTOR, and most people don't even know what KOTOR is. At least everyone knows World of Warcraft. So, you know, what? whatever. Michael loves WoW. I know I, he I, does. I did love WoW. It has, it has definitely ran its course in my life. And honestly, I probably would play WoW still, but, you know, none of my friends play it. And that's one of those games that just kind of like, it's like, well, if you're... You can do so much with the guild and so forth, but it's a lot more fun with friends. A lot of times the memories are better than the actual game, too. That's true. When you try to go back to that kind of stuff, like it really, like reality doesn't compare to the memories with a lot of like the MMO love and thoughts and stuff like that. I agree. Well, I'm just going to pretend you didn't throw cold buckets of water on me right now. I stand by it. <laughs> World of Warcraft, very deserving of the number six pick. And even though we might not quite be halfway through the episode, we do want to take a moment here halfway through the draft, and we want to say thank you to Razer. They are the world's leading lifestyle brand for gamers. Josh, you and I have 
absolutely loved our Huntsman V2 keyboards. It has next-gen optical switches that are lightning fast. These are a lot faster than the old mechanical switches, so it actually gives you a competitive edge while gaming. You're going to be able to get those inputs a lot faster with less lag time, and so it actually helps you with your gaming. Josh, what else do you love about Razer? It really does. I'll be honest. It's one of those things where people hear mechanical keyboard, and a lot of people still think like, oh, that's that's what I want. You want optical (laughs) at this point. Like We've moved into the, the light age at this point. Um, but it's just their products are hands down amazing. They have taken everything that a gamer could want and upped it and then provided it at a good price. Quality matters. You get what you pay for in life. And with Razer, you get more than what you're paying for because their products are absolutely just top of the line. Uh, you can pick your Razer product up at multiplayerpodcast.com slash Razer. Enter code multiplayer. They're going to send you a free gift along with it. We've actually had some listeners reach out to us and say, hey, I loved the free gift. That was super cool. I love my product. They've just gushed about it. We just had a listener today. Got uh, uh, the Huntsman keyboard arrived and he has just been gushing about it in Discord and talking about the free gift. Pick yours up. It's going to be worth it. You will not regret it. You know, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned Josh uh, earlier when I mentioned loyal to the end when you're the you know the DPS that goes off on your own and I'm just so loyal. Uh, I, I'm I got I got to plug Razer real fast too just because I literally I had a warranty issue that they did a solid on me for about five years ago and I've bought nothing but them ever since because I I truly do stand by their product as being just the best and I I'm actually gonna buy the Huntsman V2 because I'm using the V1 um, <laughs> it's and time I'm to so v jealous up, buddy. <laughs> yeah I gotta V up I gotta re up the V up <laughs> anyways I don't know if I'm allowed to say that or not oh, I know we're past the time just, I I've been I have been preaching Razor for so long in fact I'm using the um, the uh, the that right now currently I'm on a webcam with their webcam so and Michael's not even getting paid for that so you can definitely trust it but Wait, yeah we we love Razor here they're by gamers for gamers go check it out again that URL is multiplayerpodcast.com slash Razor and our promo code multiplayer all right we're halfway through in the draft we are back to my selection for the third game on my list uh, this is the first one for me where I'm just staring at a bunch of good games and I honestly have no idea what to take at this point. I can't believe that Skyrim is still on the table. I thought someone might, I thought Michael might take that with the number three overall. Mm. Uh, we still have everything from Dragon Age on the table. Oh my goodness. All right. There's a couple here that I think are going to make it back to me. So I, I just got to go Dragon Age Origins. I was really I, I hoping you would here. just somehow let that slide one more. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, 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 I mean, for me, it, it could very well be a top three pick for RPG. Dragon Age is such a fun series. You know, Michael mentioned how fun it is to have dragons, the fantasy world. You've got your melee fighters and archers and mages. And I think Origins just really hit that sweet spot where it was highly strategic. You would have to pause the gameplay Tell your characters what to do. A lot of abilities had combos. So you could have one mage freeze a character. Another one would do a certain melee bash. Or another mage could do like calling down a meteor to hit them. And then that would shatter the enemy. And they would immediately die. Or you would have to use CC abilities. And the story was incredible. All the options you can make. I love the whole series. Dragon Age 2 I think is actually underrated at this point. But Origin is by far the best in the series thus far. 
I've actually never played it. <laughs> oh no, Michael's never played yeah, it. That's not actually, good. Played, and that's have you played any of the Dragon Age? No, so that's a series that I've been meaning to break into. And so here's the way that I think sometimes is like I'm a huge fan of movies, right? And I literally watched The Godfather for the first time in my life last year because I had Ooh. to get myself in the mindset to experience such an epic. And that's how I felt about those series of games is like I just I want to play the Dragon Age games, but I just I'm always like, am I ready to you know experience that world? I've got oh here's another sequel to Elder Scrolls. I'll play that instead, yeah. <laughs> or another uh, or, or the one thousandth mod, right? Or yeah, or the uh, 578th uh, next uh, patch for World of Warcraft. Yeah. Well, I, I gotta go off on a tangent here. Have you watched The Godfather Two? Yes. Yeah, I've seen that as well. Yeah, I have which, not seen which The one? Godfather Three. Okay, did you like one or two more? Because this is like one of those long-time debates. I, you know, it's funny. I didn't know it was a debate, and you kind of put me on the spot here, but I'm okay with it because I saw them both as, like, absolutely on the same playing field. Um, I, I, I might want to give the edge to Godfather 2 just a little bit, just because there was a lot more happening that was more higher stakes. But I also, what I didn't like about it is... It just it took place too far into the future from the original Godfather. I like the yeah. Uh, I I like I liked the Godfather living in its you know own timeline. The back and forth of Godfather Two was great, but um I I don't know not to get too far into it. I I liked them both a ton. I I didn't see Godfather Three because I heard that Godfather is really uh, a, a a single movie and a sequel and it's not a trilogy. People say <laughs> Godfather Three shouldn't exist in the same realm. That it's a good movie, but I liked both movies a ton. I watched mm. them both the same day actually. So I, I'd probably go number two, but yeah, they're, they're both fantastic. All right, Josh, your third pick, buddy. I have no clue where you're there's going with this. There's so many good. I'm <laughs> looking at this list and I'm just like, there's still so many amazing picks. I, I'm going to go. I, I disagree with you, Paul, on the best Dragon Age. Oh, I do. I'm not going to pick it, though. I am going right. to go. Oh, I was really I hoping wanna, you would because I'm I wanna, sweating sitting here. I want to have this <laughs> argument with Butler. Is blank in our PG? No, no, is no, that no, what no, no, is no. coming? Because no. okay. for me, while I do like a lot of the things in Oblivion, Skyrim is going to be uh, at the top of many, many people's list for the sure. best RPG ever made. I had I'm a dragon nerd. I really have this thing for dragons. I absolutely just think they're the coolest creatures ever. Um I would have a pet dragon if I didn't think, you know, it would roast me and they actually existed, but that's neither here nor there. Tricaris. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say he's Hagrid over here, right? Raising a dragon. I, that would be me, honestly. I, I I would. I I love fantastical creatures and where to find them. Uh, not the movie, but the creatures themselves. Um, but no, Skyrim, I, rem I I still to this day remember playing Skyrim for the first time. I remember meeting the dragons, which I completely geeked out about. I remember learning that I was dragonborn, and I thought that was super cool. One of the things about Skyrim and the reason that I am picking it is because it is one of those RPGs that never slows down. You can literally be anywhere in the world of Skyrim literally anywhere, pick a direction and run and something cool and amazing is going to happen within just a few minutes. You're going to find some incredible ruins or some little village that you didn't see before or some grove or grotto or a giant. Something is going to happen in Skyrim. 
And when it comes to RPGs, one of the few detriments, because I know we are all super huge fans of RPGs, is that occasionally an RPG can start to bog just a little bit. If there's not something really neat happening, it can sometimes be a little bit of a slog to get through that quest line or get to that next point or the next city or whatever to where, hey, it gets really exciting again. Paul, you experienced this with Witcher 3. It's it's like the reason that you didn't finish it for so long because the mm. beginning's a little slow. And it Skyrim, is. I feel like, has none of that. It is just hands down, start to finish, an amazing RPG. I mean... It's been modded. I'm not even talking about the modded Skyrim at this point because (laughs) (laughs) the universe is your oyster at that point. But I love the fact that it's first person. I think that really makes RPGs a lot more immersive. I love the combat in it. My one complaint about Skyrim is that towards the end of the game, the combat got a little easy. And so it wasn't as entertaining. But at that point, the story's picking up and it kind of counterbalances. But I, for me, it's in my top probably three to five RPGs of all time. And so for me to get that in the third round, I think is incredible. You know, I'm going to say a really good thing about Skyrim. Ooh, so yes. I, I really hope that Oblivion and Skyrim end up somehow going head to head because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the gloves off and you're not going to win. Oh, um, but I will say that it doesn't hurt at all. That Skyrim is actually a pretty good VR port. And speaking of mods, I have to say that um, when I did get a little bit stale with combat, especially with the repeated um, crypts in Skyrim, there was a realistic lighting mod that if you play it in VR, it is the most terrifying thing on the planet because all those Draugr's eyes, all you can see is, that, unless you're holding a torch and the torch doesn't see that far, the lighting is realistic. You're in a cave underground. You can't see anything, but you can see glowing eyes around you. And I've played some horror games in VR and they didn't come close to terrifying me as much. I literally ran out of one of the crypts <laughs> one time. Like, I was done. <laughs> Well, you know what else goes for Skyrim? You can play it on pregnancy tests. You can play it on little <laughs> screens on keyboards. It has been ported to refrigerators. I mean, you can play Skyrim at this point on literally anything you want. So. I have it on my Switch and I play it on the plane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I like it. All right. So we got Elder Scrolls V Skyrim coming in for Josh. Michael, these are your last oh, two picks. You get to go back to back. It is back-to-back, and I'm going to knock out my MMO now. Um, The best MMO of all time, which will age me just a little bit. And no, it's not Ultima Online, because that game was so bugged. That game was so bugged. I know that one. (laughs) I mean, how many times did I come home and all my stuff was gone? (laughs) Um, I've got to go with EverQuest. Yes! And the reason why I really have to go EverQuest... I'm voting for you, baby! (laughs) Yes, the reason why EverCrack... EverCrack? EverCrack? Yeah, I really called it that. That's the truth, man. It's true, but one of the... There are several reasons why I definitely, and I won't give you all the reasons I liked it more than World of Warcraft because I got to keep some pieces in my in my back pocket. But this draft over, couple, that one wins. Yeah, right. That's it. We we can end the show now. Thanks everybody for listening. Um, thanks Razor. And, uh, so, um, no, but uh, but really, one of the things that I liked about it so much when I go back and I nostalgia play it, which I'm actually playing it right now again. I'm playing um, a Project Ninety Nine. Um, no, I'm not playing. So I played Project 99 for a little bit, which is is honestly, it's it's a little bit brutal. It really is because the leveling in EverQuest, if you've played it, guys, is brutal. Oh, it's crazy. They had things that literally, like level 55 and level 59. Hell levels. Were, 
They were called hell levels yeah. because it would take you a month to get through level 59 and the max level in the game was 60. But what I liked about EverQuest was it it remains really the only MMO left where there truly is an impending sense of doom. If you're going to die, you're like, please find a way not to die because you have to go get your corpse back. You lose a level or you lose a percentage of your level. You have to get several different pieces together. Like you've got to get a cleric to come resurrect you so you can get part of your level back. You've got to get a monk to drag your body because they can feign death and get you out of the way of this dragon that you stupidly died in front of. You know, you've got to tell someone they have permission to drag your corpse. Um, which brings it to really the best point about it is it was a game that truly encouraged grouping. You could not solo in this game unless you were one of really two classes. You could be a wizard or a druid for the most part. Some of them could, but leveling was not the best way to do it. You really wanted to get together with a group and level together. Um, and that was just really one of the best things about it is you were terrified to die in that game, and it's something that I never got. The first time I died in World of Warcraft, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna get my corpse. And then I was like, oh, whatever, we can wipe the group. You never wiped a group in EverQuest because truly that would set you back so much. It it played with your emotions. And, you know, I said I'm a crier. Uh, this story didn't make me cry but I might have cried a few times and I might have rage quit a few times, but um, that's, that's it for EverQuest for now because it's going to come back pretty soon with something else. So. I was really hoping to get that at my last pick. I did not know that you had played that much EverQuest. I know Paul EverQuest, never played it, you know. EverQuest was the game that got me into computer gaming. I bought yeah. and built a computer. Well, for that and another game, oh my goodness, oh, I just might call an audible on my last pick. Oh, oh no. Oh no! Huh? No, I no, I can't do it. I can't do it. But it's got to be an honorable mention. I have it written down too, and I well, you do get a second pick. I know, but I've I've for my second pick, I've got to pick Fable. Oh, oh I had it on my list. Yep. It, the reason Fable. I've got it, the reason uh, Fable won, and it was really hard for me to pick between between one and two. And again, I'm going old school, but I I have to go with the innovation. That's why I picked Fable one. The innovative part about the fact that when you eat too many things that are fatty your character <laughs> gain weight. gains weight when you do too many evil things your character starts to look evil and of course me being a lawful good character i mean i i never experienced that but at the same point like it really made me finally like i i i'll i'll step back and just say a little bit more about myself when it comes to it i literally cannot get myself to play a chaotic or an evil character i can't do it and i'll try so hard but in this game this was the first game that almost made me want to try it because i wanted to see what it was like to physically change my character in that direction and i hadn't seen that before and i really haven't seen it since so that's why between the two fable 1 and fable 2 they kind of tie in my mind but i have to give the edge to fable 1 because it really was the first one to innovate on that level. I feel like Fable was the pioneer for your choices matter, and mm -hmm. they affect not only you, but the world around you. I mean, there may have been a game before that that did it, but Fable was the one that made that mainstream, and now we see it in almost every RPG mm -hmm. that comes out. You know, whether it's Shades of Grey or you're good or you're bad, you know, almost everybody incorporates that. They don't do it where it reflects on your character specifically, which was a very cool touch. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. Fable 1, to me, was a huge pioneer. I'm glad I went with that. I almost called an audible just now when I, I somehow thought of... I thought of when I built my first PC, I built it for two games. And if the second game doesn't come up, I'll, I'll put it in the honorable mentions because somebody's going to be like, why isn't that here? Now, Michael, is there any way I can convince you to switch the order? Don't you want to really take Fable and then EverQuest after? Uh, because what? I might be no. glancing down no, at no, the matchups. No, no, that's cheating. 
That's cheating. And I really think you want to switch no, things, no, uh, Michael. No, no, don't listen to Paul. Hey, there are no <laughs> shenanigans. This is a professionally run draft. Thank you very much. Oh, this is, this is, do we th- get EverQuest is, versus World of Warcraft? Yes. We, we sure, we yes. sure do and have that right down the winner. road. There is an easy winner. Oh, this yes, is, there uh, is. Podcast over. All right, so Michael took <laughs> Fable with the last pick. Fair enough. I'm already I'm already getting upset. Just, I want a fifth pick. All right, can, we, can we pick five? <laughs> Josh. All right. What are you going to dig is, with your last this pick? This is my last pick, man. Okay. This is not going to win me the draft. It, it, it's just, oh, I'm, I don't, don't know, man. Then I don't might... say it. <laughs> okay. Actually, I'm going to audible because this one's not going to win me the draft <laughs> either. But I started thinking, and I mean, this is an RPG. And I, I mean, it, it's just insanely fun. I'm going with Diablo 2. That I was going to take it if you didn't. Was that, that was, was that the game be I was just saying? That was, was that? the second game that I that I built my PC for because they were around about the same time Diablo two and EverQuest, and I was like, "Hey, I'm going to build a new PC so I can play Diablo two. What a golden age in gaming, man! Oh my, touche, my friend, oh, touche, touche. I, I was going to go Final Fantasy seven since I know Paul won't Ooh. take that with his last pick, but Diablo two. It it was just incredible. I, how much fun could you have with your friends? playing Diablo 2 together it 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 was the perfect iteration of Diablo like the other ones they're fine they're fun i don't have issues with them but none of them came close to Diablo 2 agreed it was the pinnacle of the action rpg at the time the loot tables i remember man it's been a long time but i remember trying grinding and grinding to get some bow that had i think it was swiftness or whatever let you shoot it really fast to pair with <laughs> knockback so that you could just obliterate just about anything but it was like a god roll drop so you know it, it never dropped over like 100 hours and stuff like that but i mean there's a reason that they just re-released it now i don't like re-releases so i didn't pick up the remaster on it, but I'll keep my just amazingly fond memories of Diablo two, especially as my last pick. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> it's amazing that it felt to you. And also, I played Diablo two. I actually played halfway through. It got the, got to the end of Act two and had to restart because I rolled the Necromancer and I messed oh. up badly on some <laughs> of my stuff. And I could not beat Duriel with a Necromancer. Right. I couldn't do it, so I had to restart a Barbarian. But also, Deckard Kane, do you have no friends? <laughs> just, <laughs> the game has Deckard Kane. Oh. <laughs> uh. Great That's choice. so funny. I absolutely would have taken Diablo 2 if you didn't. I loved it. Yeah, I was a paladin. I was all about those swinging hammers, really? man. Let those oh, fly yeah, around the it. screen. I love it. Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, so not only pick. did I steal pick. Paul's pick right before the end, but I also picked the one game that Butler was going to audible to. This is great. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. I yeah. hope I don't go against it. Super solid pick in the last round. Uh, all right. So last pick of the draft goes to me. And boy, I I don't like me being the decision of whether or not a Fallout game is going to get drafted. I don't think it is. I think Fallout is not even going to make it into the draft, which is a shame. If it did, which one would it be? Because I've got one. New Vegas. New Vegas. I was going to say New Vegas. It's it's hands down New Vegas. Okay. 100%. That was was really close. I almost picked that as one of mine, uh, but that would have left KOTOR off, and I really wanted KOTOR. KOTOR deserves (laughs) to be on there. Yeah. Uh, I know I would get laughed out of the building by most listeners, but Cyberpunk 2077 was absolutely a contender. I loved it so much. Uh, I'm going to have to go with... 
the the pick you know the, the the true love of my gaming life for a few years here i don't even know if either of you ever played it but i have to go castlevania symphony of the night it's the best 2d game of all time it's i it, i thought about it but i have not played it <laughs> so that I'm was gonna be michael has that either. was gonna be a complete pander like pick if i did make yeah. that but it is very widely renowned as one of the best castlevanias and uh, role-playing games out there nes no it was That's on playstation what, was it playstation okay okay yeah oh, you say 2d old, and I look is at, it yeah yeah I thought uh, platform so good. or something, but yeah, that's interesting. Well, that's okay. I know it's not going to make it out of round one, but Symphony of the Night is still incredibly fun, and uh, I still love the fact that you are named Alucard, which is Dracula backward, <laughs> which is just like <laughs> I did not so know that. goofy and so silly, but I love it. It's like a very campy game. That's fantastic. All right, well, let's just like very briefly, because we're already at like the 52 minute mark here. We're but so sorry, guys. What are, no, no, it's not your fault. These <laughs> these drafts always go long. What what are a couple other honorable mentions? So I already mentioned we don't have any fallouts and also cyberpunk. What are a couple others that might have been considered? I had uh, Deuce X, which is a phenomenal yes. series. Um, the, really, the OG really or Human Revolution? I, the OG, I think I've played like seven times. Like the yeah. old, it would not hold up to this day, but back then I, I played that game so many times because it's that incredible. Um, I had uh, a game that I absolutely loved, but they just never went with was Jade Empire. That was Bioware. Yep. You Bioware. Know, that was yeah. a really, really good RPG. Dark Souls is considered an RPG for a lot of people. Yeah. I think that I series think so. is phenomenal. I mean, there's a ton of love for the Dark Souls series. And then Breath of the not Wild. Yeah, I, that was that was one that I thought for sure would go, and I almost I don't think it counts. It. I don't think it qualifies. I don't think it's an RPG. We should really? have picked it then because it would be fun to argue about it. It's just a show's I not think long it's enough. A, it is. I think an it's RPG. just a pure. It's a pure adventure. I, I don't know that it's really an RPG. You get gear. I mean, what? You don't get mm. levels. I mean, you don't level up necessarily. There's no skill tree. I don't know. It's it's a little murky. I think I can see yes. that. For my honorable mentions, I would definitely say that um, the most RPG game I've literally ever played was Pathfinder Kingmaker because it's literally based on the rules of Dungeons and Dragons. Like it is yeah. brutal. It is a hard game. It is incredible. Um, I also had Kingdom Come Deliverance in there because I like the fighting system. It actually made you actually learn how to fight and yeah don't play with the mouse and keyboard by the way it's nearly impossible you had to use a controller for that um and then i also honorable mention i had to put shenmue on there because i really liked shenmue back in the day on the dreamcast um smaller game smaller title not a lot of people played it and then the last of us also made me cry a whole bunch i don't know if that counts or not but i had to put a movie i had to put a game on it that really made me cry so last of us Us is so good yeah i I probably would have argued against that being an rpg but yeah great that's why i didn't really put it in there because i had games that were true rpgs what about you paul what's your honorables uh a couple others that you guys i mean Almost all the ones you guys are mentioning, I had in a list. I had a list of like 35 games. It was preposterous. <laughs> a couple others, Super Mario RPG, yeah. which was on the Super Nintendo. All the Paper Mario games, are really good. some are fantastic. Some people right now are absolutely furious that nobody took Chrono Trigger, because you'll see that as number one it on is. a lot of lists. Mm, yeah. And uh, also all of the old school Pokemon games, which I really loved. <laughs> Got to catch them all. Uh, Borderlands. I thought about Wait, taking Borderlands too. Pokemon G. Does Pokemon count? And does one thousand percent? No. Yes. We've had this yes. debate. 
I we've think... had this debate, and it's so stupid. <laughs> it is it is as old school RPG as you can get. It's turn based combat. Your characters level and learn new abilities. It's one hundred percent an RPG. Oh, I guess I was thinking of the ones where people were blindly walking across parks, staring at their phones, looking. Oh, for things not that Pokemon really Go, there. not okay. Pokemon Go. No, no, no. I'm talking about like on the Game Boy, like you know, all the old Pokemon Red and Pokemon Green and all those. Uh, and then also some people who listen to our show really love Kingdom Hearts. Maybe you oh, could yeah. consider that an RPG. Maybe, maybe not. But pure adventure, Paul. Pure adventure. Yeah, that one might be adventure. And. uh no, no one took Destiny Two. <laughs> I was Josh. I you, was did you think about up, it? At some point, I was like, I want to just make sure I'm not forgetting about anything that's like really obvious. So I think I found some list of like the top 50 RPGs or something like that. And as I'm scrolling through this list, I see Destiny in there. Yep, yep, yep. And I literally just closed the browser tab right away. <laughs> <laughs> Can't trust that list. It's like, nope. This is, this is not a good list. So. You know, I'm actually proud of myself because I looked through about a dozen lists and they didn't influence my picks at all. I already had my list and I was like, what am I missing? What yes. am I forgetting? And, uh, you know, honestly, two or three of them did list, uh, did list uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild as well. So it's interesting it, that you yeah. say that is it or is it not. But You boys ready right. to fight? Yeah. It's yeah. A gloves off. All right, so if this is your first time listening, here's where we are now going to match these up one-on-one, and then basically the three of us will vote, and whichever game gets two or three votes, we'll move on to the next round. And so coming up here in round one, match one, we have The Witcher 3 versus Diablo 2. Oh my goodness, These are some strong, strong contenders as the underdogs, but yeah, Witcher 3 versus Diablo 2. Oh my goodness. Maybe maybe we can all take like fifteen to thirty seconds to like make any points that you might want to make. But as you look at Witcher Three versus Diablo Two, Josh, do you have an argument for Diablo Two here? No. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I'm enough. gonna I'm gonna vote for The Witcher Three, Paul, which is why you stole it from me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, that is why I, I took it. I don't know. Like, I really appreciate Diablo Two, and I really love Witcher Three. And they both, I love them both for so many different reasons. And it's yes. it's hard to say because I almost want to pick Diablo 2, but I feel like I have to go Witcher 3 because I, maybe it's recency biased that I just more recently loved that game and it doesn't need a revamp or a re-release because it's still current. The only thing, the only thing I'll say is Diablo 2 is just more fun. It, like there is way more fun to be had in Diablo two than there is in Witcher three. Witcher three is an absolute masterpiece, you know. But Diablo two with friends was yeah. was some of the best times ever, you know. And it's and- it's hard to compare those two types of games together. But Diablo two skirts the boundary of like RPG a little bit. I mean, it is, but Witcher three is literally the perfection in my opinion of what an RPG should be. So unless Paul's going to vote against himself, which I don't see <laughs> happening, then Witcher three is going to win this one. Yeah, it, it it does win here. The one thing I will say about Diablo two that I did not like is that when you were playing nightmare mode and going up with the higher levels, you had to grind out certain pieces of gear. And I remember just entering and exiting servers just trying to get the right piece of gear for my barbarian that had like plus two 
barbaric shout or whatever that ability was called because you just could not play it unless you had those pieces of gear mm. so it did end up being a little grindy but other than that i mean diablo 2 is like a perfect game i mean i it's great right all right so the witcher 3 will take the cake there round one match two boy we got some heavy hitters we have mass effect 2 versus fable Ooh. Mm. Michael, you got an uphill battle here with how much I love Mass Effect 2. <laughs> oh, man. So my my biggest argument on Fable is the innovation piece. It was the first game to do a lot of what it did. I don't really see that from Mass Effect. Like, it's a great game. Uh, uh-huh. But Fable, I think, broke the rules in a lot of ways when it comes to, you know, just your character, your world building. When you think of an RPG, you think about immersiveness a lot of times and how how you can become that world and what you do with it. And the world literally became you, or at least your sandwich did, so... It's, you know, uh, I remember. I remember Fable kind of being one of those first games where you felt like you could do anything. Like you could even yeah. get married and sacrifice your wife, and it was like, "What? You can do what in this Wait, game?" How do you and know it, that, it, Paul? It, it felt very open ended. <laughs> I might have done an evil good. playthrough on the second go around. All right. You know, well, I'll say you this: find work. You could do so many different side quests. You could do what you wanted to do in that game. You know yes. what I mean? Like, what do you want to do today? Well, I don't feel like doing the main storyline. And it truly was an open world that didn't have as much of a sandbox feel to where you were lost. You still felt guided when you did things. Like, you were familiar with what you were doing. And I liked that about it. I'll say this. Fable pioneered it, but Mass Effect perfected it. Mm-hmm. I, there's not a game that I think compares to how Mass Effect allowed you to be in the gray zone what is it paragon and what's the other side renegade renegade yeah renegade. you know mm-hmm. and 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 all of the levels in between it was okay to be a renegade sometimes but still feel like a paragon you know and that depending on the circumstance and stuff like that as much as i give credit to fable for what they pioneered mass effect in my opinion perfected it I don't know what more I can say. It's a more fully realized RPG. In Fable, you care about your character. In Mass Effect, you care about 10 Mm. different characters because some of them are going to go off to die. And some of them you might romance. (laughs) Some of them are going to save the galaxy, you know? Yeah, and it had space, too. It did have space. You you asked me to make an argument for Fable, but honestly, (laughs) I'd probably go with Mass Effect. (laughs) Yeah, laser guns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so next matchup here, we have the Elder Scrolls Four being Oblivion versus Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Guys, we, we, we can just we make can this short. Neither, on this I, one. <laughs> neither I of you played. Say I, save, I save all my arguments for the next round for this one. It's just, oh. let's, just, let's just bulldoze over What's Castlevania. It? I, I abstain. Pitfall. I rest my case. Yes, case rested. Do I have a gavel? Yeah. The the one thing I'll say with Symphony of the Night is that it was the first game I ever played with multiple endings. And that was really mind-shattering back in like 1997 or something. So, yep. All right. Well, rest in peace, Castlevania. Uh, You you weren't going to make it, but I'm just glad you got mentioned. We're going to miss you at Kulad or whatever his name was. I was really trying to spell Dracula backwards in my head and I should have spelled it out. Didn't work well. Uh, all right. Round one, match four. We have Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic versus the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Oh, oh no. Ooh, this That's is a tough. hard pick. That's tough. Oh, 
Okay, so my first argument is lightsabers. Oh. Uh, it's the only game on here that Ooh. has lightsabers. It did add a lot of story to the universe of Star Wars, which uh, if you're looking at lore and immersiveness, it was like 4,000 years before the events of the Star Wars, the original trilogy. So you got a lot more content that added to the universe. So I'm not just pulling in like the fact that it was a great game. It pulled in the universe. I don't know. That, well, and I, I think not to try to, you know, bolster your pick but isn't that canon in the star wars universe too or it follows canon you know it's funny because canon has changed a few times with star Has wars it? pre right. and post disney yeah. and so i'm not 100 percent sure but i'm gonna say yes because it helps my argument <laughs> like yes josh that is canon. the star wars canon <laughs> Um, I, I, I guarantee that right now half the listeners are like, half of them are like, no, and half of them are like, yes, yeah. it is. And then some of them are going, KOTOR, what's that? Yeah, right? yeah. Um, I'm 20 I'll years old, this. I've never heard of it. I am a huge, huge fan of KOTOR. I am super pumped about their remake, and I do not like remakes at all. Um, I will hands down take time off of work to play the KOTOR remake, and that's, you know, that's high praise from me. But Skyrim is just the most <laughs> complete RPG in in a long, long time. Ages, I'll say. There is just anything and everything that you would want to do in an RPG, you can do in Skyrim. Lest we forget the amazing, insane quests that we talked about that... Skyrim is one of those when you go on your drunken night of debauchery and trash the temple (laughs) and then, you know, all that stuff. So, I mean, amazing questing, great world building, amazing combat, characters, dragons, first person perspective, which really adds a lot to the immersiveness. The world is beautiful. It holds to this day and Skyrim is 10 years old at this point. I think it's older, but yeah, it's pretty old regardless. Like, KOTOR does not hold up to this day, but Skyrim does. And that so longevity got, counts for something. I've got three things to argue based on your point real fast. Cause you said, um, what wouldn't you, what, what does it not have that you'd want to do? Well, there's three things. <laughs> the no, no, no lightsabers. <laughs> no, specifically I'll look at two of them are things that Oblivion did better is the world building when it came to like, I missed that when I was playing the Skyrim. I'm like, yeah, cool. You're calling me Dragonborn, but you're not calling me a hero. You're not changing the story every time I go somewhere else. The second part is the Fighters Guild didn't really exist in the same way. The Fighters Guild in Oblivion, I missed that. So when you say, what would you want to do? I want to level up in the Fighters Guild and really like have these tests. And then also what would I want to do? Maybe sometimes leave the snow and see a different landscape just once <laughs> just one time it's just winter time dude. Me some it's winter nice. <laughs> i know just you just said what would i want to do and i'm like those three things i bet there's Sorry. a mod right. for that where you can play skyrim in sunny summer weather i'm gonna so, all right so Paul. here's here here's the thing i think objectively almost everyone would say skyrim wins this matchup but here's the thing I don't really love Skyrim. I know I'm in the minority here. I personally I'm like lose KOTOR this because more. The judge doesn't like Skyrim. Yeah, I, Skyrim. I, I already said this before, but I felt a little too aimless. I need just a little bit more structure in my RPGs. So I'm. Have gonna you go heard with of a quest marker, Paul? Yeah, that's your aim. <laughs> I have to I do can't. something now. That I don't think has been done on this show. I'm siding with Josh and I'm picking Skyrim. Oh, because honestly, like I picked, I Knights was going to say Republic, KOTOR is a good it. choice. 
It's a great choice, but I love Skyrim. And given the fact that I've picked it up on like five different platforms, you're the person. Like the fact that I've played through so many times, they are because I'm going to buy it. And so Edge goes to Skyrim on this one. Wow. Mm. Very nice. Michael coming out of left field with a little bit of chaos, and I like it. (laughs) The problem is Paul's just going to nix it in the next round. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's going to eliminate it eventually, but yeah, we do have an underdog winner here. That's always fun. All right, next matchup here. I don't... Oh, boy, I know Michael hasn't played mine, but I don't know if he's played Josh's. We've got Divinity Original Sin 2 versus Dragon Age Origins. I'm going to go on the best argument here because I have not played either. (laughs) Oh, wow. (sighs) Sell me, guys. Sell me. Why would I want to play this game? Uh, If you like amazing characters, if you like freedom of choice, if you like amazing... Honestly, some of the best tactical combat that I have played in any video game ever... Uh, Divinity Original Sin is that if you like a quest line that starts from beginning to end and finishes the way that it should with thousands of side quests in between, if you want the ability to play the game however you want, that is it. And honestly, it's current and it's beautiful. Origins is a great game, but if you sat down and tomorrow you tried to play Divinity Original Sin and you tried to play Origins, you would quit Origins in probably a few minutes 120 hours later, you're still going to be playing Divinity Original Sin. I have to give you a kudos for the way you started your argument because I thought I was in a 1990, early 2000s movie trailer. Mm -hmm. If you like original (laughs) characters, if you like a tantalizing story, like in a world, um, in a world, um, good, good, good argument. Paul, what you got? I want to play play that game. All right. So the irony is. These games are actually relatively similar. I will say Dragon Age has a much better perspective. You've got the asymmetrical view with uh, Divinity. With Dragon Age, uh, it's it's more third person. I think it just has so much deeper lore. Dragon Age Origins lays out this entire world, and I know Divinity does this as well, but I think Dragon Age does it better. You learn everything about the city politics, about the religions, you get involved in all these things, and the stakes are just higher. In Dragon Age, you have these dark spawn who come out of the ground with an arch demon, and every 2,000 years they come out, and only the Grey Wardens can stop it. You are one of these Grey Wardens, you have special abilities, there's just all of these romance options, which is, I know, also in Divinity, so ironically, these games are very similar tons of choice uh and it it's the first in a series of three you know divinity original sin 2 might be a really good starting point but i don't know if there's any plans to continue the story with dragon age origins it continues all the way through dragon age inquisition where they are still talking about the warden and making reference to your character in the first one um i don't know i don't even know where to go with it all but i find the combat in origins to be far better divinity original sin 2 every single fight is 25 minutes long and you never have that in origins origins the fights are three to four minutes they are just as strategic and tactical it just cuts the fat divinity just makes it a little too laborious it feels like work at times where origins is just pure fun but paul will will it make me cry uh, Divinity will because you know what happens. I can't spoil it. I'll tell you later. But you have to make some very tough choices in Divinity Ooh. with the characters that you have played all game with. 
Well, oh, hold on. Well, there's you can choose to have a baby with a witch, and the arch demon's soul is going to go into your baby. You there's hard decisions to make in Dragon Age Origins too. Uh, honestly, I think either of these could go on to the next round. I think it's really neck and neck. Uh, but for me, it's absolutely Dragon Age. I think I think what sold me about Paul's argument is he spoke my language with the whole thing about, you know, becoming involved with their religion, their politics, just I love the immersive world building and uh, and original sin might have that original sin too, but I didn't hear it in your argument. And Paul just he spoke to the judge and the judge says Dragon Age Origins. Praise Andraste. <laughs> Thank the maker. Dragon Age Origins makes it. You're all void woken. Oh. I'm so happy I picked it just because I got to hear you say that. Hold on, hold on. Like, Did you say Zoid? No, I said you're all void woken. Oh, I thought you said it with a Z, no. and I was like, hold on a second. <laughs> okay, yeah, void woken. <laughs> all right, Dragon Age Origins. Uh, it, it, this is this is good because we all know what's going to happen here in this next matchup. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Unless Michael votes against himself. Round one, final matchup: World of Warcraft versus EverQuest. Uh, we've got. The first big MMO versus the second big MMO. This is kind of crazy. So, I'll, and I'll make an argument there saying that everything that World of Warcraft did, EverQuest also did, did it better and did it first. And yeah, you could say the graphics maybe were better in World of Warcraft. Nobody's going to argue that. But one of the reasons why I didn't adopt World of Warcraft wide away is because it, it looked cartoony. The graphics just looked kind of like, you know, goblins with the big crazy ears. Whereas World of Warcraft or EverQuest kind of made it look like you were actually humanoids playing, you know, like like actual real dimensions, not giant stacked like like I mean, uh, okay, one argument, okay. One argument that I think wins everything um against World of Warcraft Blood Elf males. <laughs> Done. Yeah. They're atrocious. So uh, I can uh, say I have played I have played World of Warcraft. I did level a character to level 80 from start to finish. Now it was la- later on when it was probably much easier to level. The game it, was eleven years old at that uh, point. Uh, okay. But go ahead. But for me, it was oversimplified, over easy. There was not a lot of challenge. EverQuest is to me the pinnacle of what an MMO should be. And and Michael hit the nail on the head. When you have serious risk involved, it makes the game better. And and, and no not many people out there will understand the the sadness that comes from dying in a place that's very hard to get to in yeah. EverQuest and the fear and the emotional response that comes along with that like people that have played EverQuest. There is not, there has not been a game like it. EverQuest holds a place in my heart that no video game has ever been able to touch, to be honest with you. Now, and that's not to say it's the best video game ever, but I'm just saying like the memories that I have from playing that game are not, nothing has come close to that. And so for me, EverQuest is hands down the winner. See, this this always drives me just a little bit crazy because Josh tried playing Warcraft like when they added like the raid finders and they've really made the game super easy. When I think World of Warcraft in my head, I'm thinking 2004 to 2006. I'm thinking Vanilla and Burning Crusade where the raiding was tough as nails. I mean, Nax in Vanilla, you had only like, 0.001% of players had finished it. Like, that's how hard the I early World of Warcraft... 
I raids guarantee were. you that the hardest World of Warcraft raid is mm. nothing in comparison to like the hardest EverQuest raid. Well, that's so because sure World of Warcraft that. was EverQuest light. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I I I enjoy the hardcore nature of that, the risk reward and like I said, I don't think, and I did not play Vanilla WoW to see the difficulty level, but from what I have heard and what I have experienced with EverQuest, there's nothing that compares to the the rating and the challenge that EverQuest brought. Josh, is that only because we didn't have voice chat back then? Maybe because it, it, it did make it harder. You had to type everything. Do, do you if remember you are... like the 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 healing cycles, like for the healers oh. when you were bought, and they you'd have to count in your head, like you'd have to count to six, and your timing. You better know the exact yep. time a second passes because if you didn't cast your heal right then, and the tank went down, the whole raid wiped. And if you right. couldn't master your macros, your raid yeah. wiped. Macros. Uh, you also had healing rotations uh, in Vanilla yeah, WoW. Yeah, yeah. Just saying, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're 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 we're, we're going ever quest here. I do like I do love World of Warcraft. I just it. Josh said one thing that really is true. Every single person that played EverQuest thinks of that game, and it has a special place in their heart. Let me ask and, you a question. I, 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 as your best guess, how many people do you think are playing EverQuest currently? Probably about half a million, maybe there, 400. There's 000. actually a fairly big popular. They've got yeah. a new expansion coming out. Well, and I'm playing on I'm playing on a, a progression server where we just Luckland just just came out. And so it goes back to the way the game was back in the day, but leveling's a little bit easier. That's the big difference. Well, World of Warcraft still got five Paul, million subscribers. Paul's so many so. people play it doesn't I make wish, it better. I wish the listeners could see Paul's face. Just, <laughs> I'm just so sad. World of Warcraft triumphant. World of Warcraft has an argument to be the winner of this whole thing. It so does. seeing it, it really die does. in round one is just very sad. But all right, we'll let EverQuest move on. Tell that to Kotor. Right. Yeah. Round two. And uh, all right, this one worked out a little bit goofy because we had some upsets. So all three of these matchups are actually our own game versus our own game, which means all of us will have a game in the finals. Ooh, that's cool. So that's kind of nice. All right. First, we have the uh, Paul matchup. The Witcher 3 versus Dragon Age Origins. Oh, Paul, the truth is going to come out. Man, I should have voted. I for know how much Paul loves Dragon too. Age Origins, and I don't think Paul loves Witcher Three as much. But Witcher I, Three has to go. What? I, no, go past. Oh, it has oh to I was going to say yeah. Yeah. Okay. advance. Yeah, no, 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 no. It has to advance. It has I thought to you go meant it has to go, and I'm like, Michael. <laughs> no, no. I I didn't upset. Um. Well, I think I didn't upset that one. Never mind. Was that the one that I picked over Kotor? No, it wasn't. Never mind. I abstain. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's going to be The Witcher 3. I think all three of us are going to vote for it. I love the overall story of the Dragon Age games. I like the lore of Dragon Age more than The Witcher 3, but The Witcher 3 had higher highs, and as a singular game, I think The Witcher 3 is better than any of the individual Dragon Age games. Now, if you gave me the choice, you can have all three Dragon Age games or just The Witcher 3. I'm going to go with Dragon Age. But with just individual titles, I'm going to go Witcher 3. So I think all three of us agree on that one. Definitely. I mean, Geralt of Rivia, done. Moving yeah. on. Yeah. Classic. All right. Yeah. Round two, match two. We got the Josh matchup here. Mass <laughs> Effect 2 versus Skyrim. Ooh. You guys know what I'm voting. I would... Oh, man. I'm going to say Mass Effect 2. I know that's what you're going to pick, Paul, but it 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 really is. It's a better RPG. 
It's the, it's a better RPG and it has for my money the best action for any RPG. I think it has the most fun combat than any other game on this list. You know, it's funny you mentioned combat because the combat does get kind of stale in um in Skyrim a little bit to me. Um and I think that Skyrim has incredible replayability, but I really do agree with you on that action piece. So and Mass Effect 2 has Morden, my almost, all-time favorite video game character. Yeah, and I also, honestly, I feel like Skyrim is a better sandbox. Like, you can just get lost in it and just wander yeah. around and do whatever you want. And I'm not trying to diminish that, because for a lot of people, that is the ultimate escape. But when we're talking, like, what's the best RPG of all time? Like, Mass Effect 2 is just a better RPG, in my opinion. Like Skyrim's a better sandbox. It's a better game to just hang out in and do whatever you want because you can't really just be aimless in Mass Effect 2. But as an RPG, I think Mass Effect 2 just takes a cake. You're Commander Shepard. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're Alan Shepard. <laughs> uh, no, wrong Shepard. Yeah. Whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to name your Shepard. Still space. You can pick any first name you want. You can play Alan Shepard, but yes. Right. All right, so now we've got the Michael matchup, Elder Scrolls Four versus EverQuest. No, why do I have to oh, do this? Man. Why do I have to do this? Nostalgia versus nostalgia. Oh, story two versus old games. Not as much story. Um, I mean, the only story I remember really from EverQuest is the whole Venril Sathir, Vrnavai thing. He locks her in a case of ice. That whole thing, but really, Trainer. EverQuest was not known for its story, which is funny because EverQuest. The quest is in the name, and it's not really a quest game. You don't really do a lot of questing. You do a lot of grouping and grinding and just leveling up and getting better swords. Um, I I really have to, and it it pains me, because I'm happy that EverQuest made it as far as it did, but Oblivion, it just takes the cake. Uh, Oblivion is just, it's... I just love the the feeling you get, you know. Hey, aren't you the one they call the hero of Kavach? I literally walked around for like weeks saying that to people in the grocery store. They're like, you're crazy. And I'm like, but I'm the hero of Kavach. Go sit back down by those apples. I'm the hero of Kavach. And it was just, it was just incredible. And also, um, I love, and I'll just say something over Skyrim, is that the end of that game, you truly feel triumphant that you've you've closed off the Septim line. You know, you've helped Martin Septim becomes this dragon. In Skyrim, I just kind of felt like it was eh, it was okay. It was an okay ending, but ever uh, not EverQuest. Sorry, Oblivion really is. It, I it's the reason I picked it first. It is my favorite RPG, and it still. Eh, I'm sad to see EverQuest go, but goodbye EverQuest. We'll miss you, Norath. <laughs> I do miss, uh, I do Josh, do you concur? No. Or are you going to go with EverQuest? I, I mean, as much as I love the Elder Scrolls series, Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim, I think they're groundbreaking. I think they're amazing. I love, absolutely love what they have done to the genre. It's just nostalgia. I, you know what? You're, you're probably <laughs> right, Michael. Like, I tried to get back into EverQuest, and maybe it was because I was doing the Project 99, and I couldn't, it wouldn't. Like I was playing on a tiny little like six inch by six inch box because it wouldn't scale to my monitor and 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 I remember like you have to type to hail characters and stuff like that yeah. <laughs> and, like you have to go back it, 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 yeah like you have to forget everything you've learned in video gaming in the past like you know fifteen years and that's hard to do whereas I could probably very easily just pop you know pop into oblivion start playing and and it's not an issue. I think it's more nostalgia that's swaying me, so I'll agree with Michael on this one that it's... Ah, I don't know. 
It's hard for me. Josh, just just come come back to EverQuest. Join me on uh, the server's called Mischief. It's the progression server. Yeah. My character's name is Guaratori Cacciatori, which literally <laughs> means hunter healer because I'm a cleric. I know it's ridiculous. I just picked ridiculous things. But anyways, if you guys if you guys see me in game, come here. I won't. Come, I won't dispute. Me. I won't dispute it. Uh, you can come find Father Paul in uh, WoW Classic. No, I, 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 I no longer have a uh, Don't expect there. me to heal you. That's not what I do. <laughs> right. He's off on uh, his own. Yeah. All right. Well, we've made it to the finals. We all have a game. Uh, unsurprisingly, it's all of our first round picks. So all of wow. the heavy hitters made it, even though we had a few upsets in the middle rounds. We've got The Witcher 3 versus Mass Effect 2 versus The Elder Scrolls 4. Uh, let's just break these down, and I don't think there's really much left to talk about, but let's just do all of these three games head-to-head against each other, and we'll see who wins the most matchups. If we had to vote Witcher 3 versus Mass Effect 2, what are you guys voting for? Witcher 3. I'm voting Witcher 3. Okay, I'm going to vote Mass Effect 2. This is where I get to have my cake and eat it too, but uh, I, I will. I'll, I'll go ahead and copy over Witcher three because of your guys' votes. What about Witcher three versus Elder Scrolls four? Elder Scrolls four, Oblivion. Witcher three. I I gotta go the Witcher three. For no, sure. you don't yes. have to. I mean, you can <laughs> yeah. talk about how epic that game is. You know? It's very <laughs> epic. I love it. I loved Oblivion. I loved my accidental vampire. That I ended up with in Oblivion, but uh, I got to go Witcher 3, which means technically this is already over. But let's go ahead and just do the last matchup. Mass Effect 2 versus Elder Scrolls 4. Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion. <laughs> Poor Michael. <laughs> Mass Effect 2. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I'm going to say Mass Effect 2. So technically our winner you know of the best RPG is The Witcher 3. Lucky for you, Josh, I just played this game. Because if I did not do that last month... It, it it would not have made it very far. Well, okay. I, it it to maybe I can I can I can say with full confidence that the game that should have won the best RPG of all time won the best RPG of all time. You know, as much as I want to stick to my picks, I think you're right. The Witcher 3 is second to none. It's incredible. The feeling you get from that game is incredible. You truly are just an absolute anti-hero hero just like you love you know you can do good things you can do bad things um but uh it, it's just it's just an amazing feeling being Geralt of Rivia period it really yeah. is and I I worry a little bit if Oblivion had won somehow as much as I think it's a great game I think we would have caught some flack for you know <laughs> hey I'm happy it made it as far as it did, it, did. It, it was unique and it was original but honestly like I stuck to it pretty hard but The Witcher 3 really deserves the crown even over EverQuest which that one hurts me and I don't know why that hurts me so much man we gotta talk after the show Butler because I do I really there's a part of me that wants to get back into EverQuest but I don't know that I can but I want to <laughs> and then I'll boot it up and then I'll just go like a part of my brain will scream and go no what are you doing it does it does scale to regular size monitors Does now, even ultra wide okay. so yeah Maybe. it's all in there i'll try it. Oh, gotta- i i really just wanted josh to go get like a 14 inch crt monitor and like hook <laughs> it up and, and play ever that would have been a like sony- oh, this is what i remember he needs a Sony FD Trinitron <laughs> yeah. on his yes. AMD Duron 2 1.2 gigahertz dual processor, which there is what go. I played it on originally. There we go. I read a funny thing that said that EverQuest and World of Warcraft are responsible for more divorces than any other video game. 
Oh, I bet. 100%. Oh, yeah. So, funny story. When I was working, I was working at an electronics store back in the day, and there was a guy who worked there, and his wife said, you need to spend more time with your kids. You're playing that video game too much. I'm going to leave you if you don't spend more time with your kids. He got his kids to play EverQuest, and his wife left him. <laughs> it's terrible, but that that's the way the world was. Hey. Like That game was... It was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. Funny and sad, right? Rip, ripping well, families I, I apart. I was waiting for him to say, like, he picked the game over his kids, and I was going to go, yo, I, I wasn't, <laughs> I didn't have up. kids when I was playing it. Okay. <laughs> right. So, I mean, he tried. But that's he a smart more move. With his, he got kids. His, kids, his kids are probably loving it, man. Yeah. They're probably going, dad, remember when we used to play EverQuest together? <laughs> true story. This was my fault. No, not true story. I just... <laughs> And that's how I started no. playing EverQuest. <laughs> that's why he built me that computer. Yeah. No. Oh. Well, I think it was a lot of fun doing this draft and tournament. I'm so glad that we had representatives from Mass Effect, Elder Scrolls, and The Witcher in the finals. Yeah. Dragon Age, I think, could have plugged in there if we maybe had like a fourth spot in the finals. But, you know, apologies to all the Fallout fans. I, I And Borderlands. I feel like those are the two series that Agreed. maybe got the short end of the stick just a little bit. Uh, we want to say thank you once again to Razor. Thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon and through Apple Podcasts. We will be back with our next 30-minute episode for This Week in Gaming on Thursday. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to go take a bath with lilac and gooseberries. And I'm going to go uh, just just enjoy this victory. <laughs> just stay away oh, from the man. unicorns, Paul. <laughs> right off on your horse. What was that horse's name again? Roach. Uh, horse? Roach. Roach. Right, right off on Roach. I know. But, I, just, I couldn't think of it. I was like, I kept thinking bug, but it's not correct. But but that was not a specific horse because Geralt says he's always named all of his horses yep. Roach. So whatever horse he's it. riding is now called Roach, which I, I love. I love it. Uh, Paul did say <laughs> that we'd be back uh, whenever we're back again. I won't be here, but oh, it was true. absolutely a blast hanging out with you guys. Thanks for having <laughs> it me. Was, man, it was very fun. awesome to have you on, man. This nasally voice is signing out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was such a blast to have you on the show. We're so excited that you're moving back here to Arizona. And for all of you listeners out there, thanks for spending this last uh, 90 minutes with us. This might be our longest episode. I think it is. And we will see all of you guys on Thursday. Happy gaming. All right. See you, everybody.